0: From the Florida Bar Studios in Tallahassee, this is Florida Bar News Briefs. I'm your host, Mark Killian. The measure to eliminate permanent alimony in Florida and replace it with durational alimony based on the length of a marriage is on its way to Governor Ron DeSantis following a 102 to 12 vote in the Florida House. Patrick Farguson tells us that unlike previous reform attempts, this legislation has the backing of the bar's family law section.
1: Mark, while there was some objection to Senate Bill 1416 by Sarasota Republican Joe Gruters, it seemed to supersede party politics. Of the 12 no votes, four were Republicans. Neither side of the aisle voiced opposition through questions or debate on the House floor. The question remains whether DeSantis will sign the legislation. Last year, both chambers passed Senate Bill 1796, but the measure was vetoed by the governor. This time, the section, along with members from the Florida Academy of Matrimonial Lawyers, were in discussion with Senator Gruters and other stakeholders to craft this year's version of the bill, which the sponsors say is not retroactive. The Florida Supreme
0: Court Judicial Nominating Commission forwarded the names of six people to Governor DeSantis to fill the vacancy created by the retirement of Justice Ricky Polston. Who's on the short list, Roanne?
2: The JNC interviewed 15 applicants on May 3rd and sent the following names to the governor for his consideration. Chief Judge Michael Thomas McHugh of the 20th Circuit, Judge Joshua Aaron Mize of the 6th District Court of Appeal, Judge Thomas Nelson Palermo of the 13th Circuit. Chief Judge Meredith L. Sasso of the 6th DCA, Judge Jared Edward Smith of the 6th DCA, Judge John K. Stargell of the 6th DCA. The redacted applications for the applicants are available on the Florida Bar website.
0: Chief Justice Carlos Muniz expressed his gratitude after the legislature last week approved a record $117 billion proposed budget for fiscal year 23-24 that fully funds top court spending priorities. Jim Ash has more.
2: Yeah, Mark, the Chief Justice was especially grateful for two items, $21.8 million for critical due process resources and $11.9 million for the third and final year of a pandemic recovery plan. Critical due process resources are essentially salary enhancements for court reporters, court interpreters, trial court staff attorneys, and case managers. Lawmakers also approved the court's request for a 5% pay increase for trial judges, effective July 1. Additionally, justices and DCA judges would receive a 5% raise. The proposed budget includes another $4.8 million the court system could use toward discretionary pay raises. Those would take effect October 1. As always, it's important to note that Governor Ron DeSantis has yet to exercise his line-item veto authority.
0: After record-breaking activity in March spurred on by recent tort reform legislation, the Florida court's e-filing portal returned to normal in April. Patrick tells us the March numbers were a spike rather than a
1: trend. Mark, the Florida Court's e-filing authority released its April progress report last week, and the total number of documents filed stood at 2.60 million in 1.77 million submissions. Those numbers are down more than 19% from the March record, but only 3% higher than February. The average number of weekday submission was 87,086 in April, down 10% from March's record pace. The only key data point to show a slight increase from March was the number of submissions to the Florida Supreme Court court. The 293 submissions to the high court in April were 14 percent higher than the previous month. Legislation making it easier for prosecutors to
0: indict drug dealers for murder or attempted murder when customers overdose is on its way to Governor DeSantis' desk. Despite amendments to provide good Samaritan protections, opponents believe the penalties are still
1: too stiff. Mark, the upper chamber took up House Bill 365 by late Mary Republican Rachel Plaken, which would make the penalty for providing drugs that lead to a first-time overdose a second-degree felony and the penalty for a second overdose a first-degree felony. Senator Daryl Roussan, a St. Petersburg Democrat, tried to amend the bill to make the penalty akin to a DUI manslaughter charge. Senate companion sponsor Jason Broder said, while Roussan had good intentions behind his amendment, there's good reason to change the statute from an approximate cause standard two substantial factors. The measure passed 31 to 6.
0: Many Florida lawyers will remember this session for the substantive legislation that passed, including major civil and criminal litigation reforms. Jim?
2: Yeah, the court faced an avalanche of filings earlier this year by litigants hoping to beat the effective date of HB 837. It became law the day DeSantis signed it, March 24th. Simply called civil remedies, the bill made sweeping changes. Having the four-year statute of limitations for general negligence claims, repealing one-way attorney fees in insurance cases, and creating a presumption against liability for certain negligent security claims. On the criminal side, DeSantis signed bills that would permit a non-unanimous jury to recommend a death sentence and another that would restore the death penalty for sexually assaulting a victim younger than 12.
0: Florida judges are asking the Board of Governors to oppose a Criminal Procedure Rules Committee proposal when the board meets later this week in Naples.
2: The Florida Conference of Circuit Judges outlined their concerns about a proposed amendment to Florida Rule of Criminal Procedure 3.116, Use of Communications Technology. Essentially, the amendment would encourage greater use of remote technology for non-evidentiary hearings that last less than 30 minutes. Judges have several concerns. Respondents could avoid service of domestic violence injunctions, and they say that the amendment doesn't exempt final pretrial, calendar call, or docket sounding. That's when most cases get resolved, the judges say, and in-person attendance is critical. For more information on
0: these stories and others, visit floridabar.org slash news. Florida Bar News Briefs is a production of the Florida Bar Journal and News Department. For Jim Ash, Roanne Bittar, Patrick Farguson, and our producer extraordinaire, Clay Shaw, behind the glass, I'm Mark Killian.